0: to 30 on Broadway talking blue shirts on the face off hockey network I was waiting for a split second because you looked like you were about to jump in and do something, but I can't really see you.
1: I'm sorry for blah, blah, blah. I regret. bang bang boom. Uh,
0: Are you going to finish the quote? No,
1: no, <laughs>
0: okay. I can't really see you, but I think I might be mistaken, but is that an Andre Kopitar jersey that you're wearing?
1: Really, you're you're gonna start this? You're you gonna start this right off the bat? Oh come on! I had to. I had to. Yeah, I'm a terrible Rangers fan. Terrible, because because my second favorite team is the team that signed my father to a contract. But did your dad ever play
0: a game for the Kings?
1: That really? Just the no. fact that they, just the fact that they even offered was, my dad a contract. I was is,
0: gonna do a dig because I, you know what? It's okay because. I hate the Kings enough for both of us.
1: I Look, I do. And here, here's the thing with Ranger fans do that gets me. Everybody hates the Kings, and I don't. Like I get it. You're upset that, that, that the Rangers lost to the Kings. I'm upset have that the Rangers lost to the Kings. You don't have to hate the team because here's the thing. Whether Ranger fans ever want to admit it or not, or they want to hear the truth or not, too bad I, I am the truth teller. The Los Angeles <laughs> Kings were better than the New York Rangers in 2014.
0: That series was a series of <laughs> ridiculous puck luck.
1: I agree. But what Ranger fans always fail to forget is, do you know how much puck luck got us to that point?
0: I mean, look, I, look I'm not going to talk about the 2014 finals because that's no, just going to make me.
1: It's just, but I, I just I, had to
0: take a dig at you because you put them in there. But that you did the tier. The tier was a tier master or whatever the hell the thing is tier
1: maker. Yeah,
0: tier maker. And then you put in like teams that you forgot existed and you forgot to include the Seattle Kraken in the tier of teams that you forgot existed.
1: By the way, I did that purposely. That was like, oh, that sucks. Oh, that that sucks.
0: You ruined it. No. Oh, you ruined it. How did I ruin it? I did it on purpose.
1: Because it's beautiful. No, it, it, no it's I, no that's I'm, terrible I've no, actually messing around. I would love to take credit and act like I actually did that on purpose I didn't I completely well now I, you can't now you can't now it's accidentally on purpose like come on no, uh, no, no no, I'm legitimately being serious the I actually totally forgot about the Kraken that I mean, like
0: look the only thing the Kraken got going for them is the is their jerseys are are sexy yeah, not as sexy as Henrik Lundqvist, though.
1: Yeah, I, I still like that. Yeah.
0: Come on. The, wait, dude, it was ridiculous the other night on the broadcast. I'm just sitting there and I'm going, what? Like, really?
1: No, but like, the thing is, guys, there was like there's about five minutes of dead silence. And then all of a <laughs> sudden I hear I hear Chris just go, God, Hank is stupid sexy. And I was like, what? Like, I, I mean, I can I can't I can't I, I can't I dispute. Mean, I mean, he's a good looking guy. It was just the the fact that it was like, give the man credit. There was five minutes of but it was just the fact that there was five minutes of dead air and that it was just Hank is just stupid, sexy. The man is unfair. For everyone else. Well, considering the fact that there's two of them, it's kind of insane. (laughs) Like that, that's the there's two. like, Like what? Yeah. Absolutely um,
0: ridiculous. But no, all right. I can't confirm Nick is not wearing a King's jersey. But I but, I have it to for look, the Kings but for look, a different multiple reason. He-
1: here's the here's the thing though.
0: Oh come on. And
1: I, I may not be this. I may not be wearing it right now, but that doesn't mean that my Andre Kopitar jersey is not sitting in my closet.
0: Oh, you're terrible. You have a jersey that's not a, only you you have jerseys of other
1: f- teams. Oh, you you want to hear something you want to hear something even worse? Oh god. I, I own an Alex Ovechkin jersey. Oh my
0: God. I did have a Kevin Deneen Hartford Whalers (coughs) jersey that was signed by everyone from the final team, and I sold the fucking thing. I, I, it probably be worth something now because everybody, nobody cared about the Whalers back in 94 or 95, whatever the hell it was that they left.
1: You, you want to hear something even more blasphemous? What, even though I'm a diehard Ranger fan. I love hockey in general. Oh, my God. Do you? Yeah.
0: I mean, I will my, say this. My, I probably would I, never own an Islanders jersey.
1: I'll never own an Islander jer- or a Flyers jersey. <laughs> I almost came close. Probably not I, a Penguins jersey either. I came close to owning, to buying a Claude Giroux jersey. Flyer jersey. See, I couldn't have ever done
0: it. I could never have done it.
1: I didn't either. I didn't either. I couldn't. I
0: I don't even like the city of Philadelphia in general. Like, I just, and I've never even been there. I've never even been there.
1: It's a nice city. I don't
0: care. I don't give a shit.
1: It's not as nice as New York. Literally,
0: the Philadelphia sports has ruined it for, I I don't care. I, whatever. No, look. Cheese steaks. And I'll
1: I'll say this there's one exception to owning a Penguins jersey, I think, in anybody's case. If you find uh, a Yager, Yager or a Yager, no, a Yager Robo chicken, Jersey
0: Robo chicken.
1: You remember that I, show robot chicken. Yeah. Can you like, it was, stop it was good by, show. can you like stop spacing out? Well, yeah. Me? All right. Uh, yeah.
0: A Yager, a Yager 68. Okay. I, all right.
1: But Yager, I just,
0: I, I could never do an Islanders one. I could never do a flyers one and I could never, i. Uh, I like the Christmas Devils jersey. I think it's unique. It's almost ugly ish, unique like the Kachina, but I don't think I could ever own it. And I don't need to because my dad's got a New York Apple Corps jersey, and the New York Apple Corps jerseys used to be the New Jersey Devil jersey. So it's well, I
1: I think, I think, I think this way. I think. And there's nobody on the Devils that
0: I ever liked. I think, look, that's Ken Danico.
1: Look, I think, I think if you look, if you're a Ranger fan, I think you can own jerseys of any team that you want. If Oh, you're giving you're permission? Not, no, no I, look, I, not, I'm not saying <laughs> No, I,
0: I know. And the only reason we're talking about this is this is this, this, this stupid argument that, that's been brewing for months, and it's well, gone on and on. And people, people say, oh, you can't own jerseys of other teams. You're a fake fan.
1: Well, it's not months. It's no. Been, this has been years of this stuff, people well, it's saying nonsense. this
0: stuff. But, you know, I, have, I have Coyotes jerseys. I mean, I lived in Arizona for eight years partially why i absolutely can't stand the kings even more because a lot of that's tied to that and the cup team because i moved out to arizona uh and was out in arizona that first summer was the cup when they lost the cup yes um you know i i have i I have my my retro whaler jersey which rightfully is jeff
1: sanderson if you are a fan of the sport okay And I am a Ranger fan first and above all else. And I am a hockey fan second. Okay. I think you can own jerseys from other teams. I don't think there is an issue with that. I think if you want, like, look, as much as I hate the Islanders when John Tavares was there and I hate the Islanders, I could never do. But if somebody said, okay, John Tavares is my, most non-favorite ranger if you went out and got a jersey a Tavares jersey i would like there's nothing wrong with that as long as you don't like wear it to games and stuff but or you know (laughs) go to
0: islander games right wearing like full decked out an islander regalia and then be like i'm a ranger fan
1: like i i think
0: no i
1: think i think people I mean, I think this is in general. I think people like trying to tell other people how to live their lives. Well, I just think
0: it's a stupid. I think it's a stupid. Like, like, I don't know. Like, it's a stupid flex. Oh, I never owned jerseys. So you're not a true fan. Like, what?
1: Like, like dude, shut up. Like, like, okay. Like, my Kopitar jersey. Andre Kopitar is my, is my favorite player in the league that is not a Ranger.
0: Awful. Absolutely terrible.
1: Yeah, I know cuz I actually appreciate the sport
0: so terrible. I know, it's a disgrace. I can't yeah, even but, do it. I can't the show the show is over now.
1: Okay. But I just <laughs> I, no like dude, like I want to I want to go I want to get at at some point I want to get um I want to get like three different Pavel Bure jerseys. 3. I want to yes, I want to get got to get the flying skate. Well, I, no, 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 no. Oh, okay. Two different flying skates, number ten Pablo Boré, and number ninety six Bure. But why? Because it's cool. I, uh, I that always, doesn't.
0: I mean, whatever. But that doesn't make but, sense okay. to me. But like the flying skate jersey is a okay. beautiful jersey. Okay, the but, Canucks should go back to that full time. Quite okay, frankly.
1: By the way. But, by the way, you're you are a bobblehead guy. I'm a jersey guy. I like jerseys.
0: I like jerseys too.
1: You from Jersey? I'm from Jersey, too. No, uh, no,
0: no, no, don't ever.
1: No. You, ever, no, you I, never I, saw that? You, you, skit w- yes, with Joe you hate, with but you
0: hate bobbleheads.
1: I don't hate bobbleheads. Yes, heads. you do. No, I hate you haranguing me about the game Saturday for the bobblehead.
0: Because if I'm going to go to see the Ottawa Senators and I'm going to have to see Georgie as the backup, I want the goddamn bobblehead. <laughs> okay, but I didn't but, get the first one. I got to get the second one. I hope to get the one. Like, I, I hope to I wanna, be at the Winnipeg Jets game.
1: I, want, I like I, bobbleheads. I want. I get, like sports collectibles. Right. Okay. I like jerseys. I I want to get. I want to get Burray's two different jerseys with the Canucks, and I want to get his Florida Panther jersey.
0: That'd be a good one,
1: right? I I can't bring myself to buy a number nine Ranger jersey just because that's 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 Graves' number, and and Bathgate. Yeah, like, like, he, he I, wasn't
0: I, with the Rangers really long enough or had a. I mean that's fair. That's fair.
1: As much as I, All love, right. and I love, let's let's
0: burr. get into let's let's jump into it. We're 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 dabbling too much. I just want before we before we jump into it, freaking Rick James on that shit. Um, these popcorn. Have you had a pop? Have you ever had popcorners? No. Popcorners, the crunchy and wholesome popped corn snack. This this podcast is not sponsored by popcorners, but I'm just going to tell you, if you get a chance. The Sweet Chili Popcorners. If you want to sponsor us, by all means. If you know somebody from Popcorners, send them our way. Sweet Chili. Amazing. I love them. They are delicious. They're great. It's like a tortilla and popcorn all in one.
1: Yeah, you, you can have that. I'm, I'm good on it. It's great.
0: That. Try it. I'm telling you, try it and you'll love no, it. All no, right. thank you. Oh, well, yeah. You don't like to try new things. So
1: that's all not right. true. Let's, that's uh, not true. Let's... I tried. I tried IPAs because of you guys. That wasn't because hey, of me. I'm not an IPA guy. Hey, you guys thought it was funny to get me absolutely blitzed. And... Well, yeah,
0: because the only beer you drank up until that point was fucking Corona. Like, come no,
1: on. No, I was a Budweiser. Budweiser. Guy. I was. A, I used to be a Budweiser guy. Boo, freaking who? And now I'm a Corona guy.
0: You're still. A, after all that's happened. Yeah. Wow. All right. All right. Listen, last time like, we talked,
1: look, like, I, I would love right now to have an ice cold Rona in my hand. <laughs> how do you like that? Okay. Uh, there you go. God damn
0: it. All right. Last time. <laughs> sorry. Must <clears throat> be father for I have sinned. And so, and so have you. I have you. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> oh Christ. You know what? Actually, by the way, rescue me. This this uh, is going uh, ridiculous but I'm surprised that you are a big rescue me fan outside of the fact that it's basically would, our lives.
1: Why would I not be a rescue me fan? Phil uh, barrel ass. Oh yeah. Yeah. He
0: actually does a pretty damn good job in the series. In the yeah. limited action that he's in.
1: Well, that's good. It's because he's in limited action. Does he action. not
0: fit the bill of a chief really well? Yeah, he's an asshole. <laughs> Alright. Okay. Moving on. I, I feel like I'm looking at like I feel like Seleni. <laughs> like, I can't every time I see that schmuck's face. Oh God. Oh.
1: All right. Anyways. I'm really gonna let that slide, but Saturday I'm punching you in the mouth <laughs> as as hard as I can.
0: Oh man. Um well then you'd be like Tommy. You know, I'm not Garrity though. There's no way, no way, no way, no how. Okay, okay, no monkey way. boy. No way.
1: What? That's no way. what Laura calls Garrity.
0: I got I know. His I know. Um. All right, let's get into the Ranger talk. Last time we talked about the good the 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 new guys, the good fellas, all coming in contributing. Largely, they're still contributing. Um.
1: Yeah, that's been against, good. Another point against the Devils for not Ryan Spooner.
0: That's yeah, Andrew Cop with the with the uh, you know with another no, big point in a game. In a name, game his with name, Ryan Strom,
1: his name from now on will be not Ryan Spooner.
0: I was affectionately corrected yesterday by a fan of the podcast when I said that Ryan Strom. Uh, what was the tweet? I, I tweeted out that when Ryan Stroms nailed that. Slammed the puck home, and I was like, "Holy shit!" He didn't miss the net, and I was affectionately reminded that that's because the goaltender was in the net.
1: Yes, it was not empty. It was was not an empty net.
0: Well played. Um, So, anyways, you know, look, the Islander game. uh, Igor has got a problem against the Islanders. He he does not play good against the Islanders. I don't know why. But also on the same token, Varlamov plays like he's the greatest goaltender that's ever lived and played in the game. Anytime he plays the Rangers, I feel like. Yeah. And you got a team in the Islanders that, you know, really, they were dead. Very much dead. But thanks to the Washington Capitals, and I don't know how the hell this is possible. They're only freaking nine points out. I don't want to talk about it any more than that. Listen, it's not going to happen. But that's insane that they closed that much of a gap on Washington, considering where they were. So they're playing out of their lives right now. And their record largely reflects that. For whatever reason, it's just, it's one of those games that the Islanders just, it's, it's like every time they play the Rangers, it's their Stanley Cup game seven. It just is. So it's kind of like, all right, whatever. You know, then you go to the Flyer game. And that game, you're sitting there going, oh, shit. And and then you're sitting there, you're starting to think, oh, okay, now we got, maybe we got some issues here. Maybe we got some problems. Maybe there's some concern. Igor is starting to look human. Um, Adam Fox, Ryan Lindgren. They haven't looked good. Um. I know that's not necessarily cool or kosher to say, but let's face it, they haven't played all that great. Um, then you get the devil game, and they rebound really well. They go down early because Georgie can't stop a breakaway. And then in a play, which we're going to talk about a little bit later, and something I'm sick and f- effing tired of, Braden Schneider with an absolutely gorgeous hit on, what was it, Jesper Brat, I think?
1: No, Adam Boquist.
0: Or Adam Boquist. And Sharon Govich, who is literally staring at the play from the beginning to the end, says, you don't hit my brother, flies over and gets his ass handed to him by, by baby Truba, who the Rangers are affectionately calling British Schneider now. Um, and what happens? The Rangers rally, and they take it. They put pedal to the metal. Well, it also come away with a three-one game.
1: It also helps that the refs actually called that correctly. And they did, assess, and that was right. First time, long time, and assess the extra two minutes, which was right. To uh, what's his face, Sharon Govich, Govich. I do instigator. wonder
0: if they change that to a double minor. If that would make any, if that would kind of put a dent in this nonsense that's going on right now. But we'll get to that in a second. So no, it,
1: it goes back to if the league actually did what they were supposed to and cracked down on dirty hits when dirty hits were being made, players <laughs> would know good hits from bad hits, and they would. Th- this garbage wouldn't happen all the time. But
0: it's like I can understand the bang-bang play. And, and you don't see it, but, like, they showed the reverse angle. And, I mean, Sharon Govich is literally staring at the freaking play. I mean, y- y- you can't be like, I mean, there's nothing. There's, there's no, there was nothing dirty about the hit, period. Like, it was one of the best textbook checks that we've seen. And, you know, you got people, oh, well, this is what they get. You know, they got Truba out here headhunting, which is one of the dumbest statements that I've seen ever truba headhunting which is asinine which shows me you have no idea what a proper check is which again goes back to your problem to what you said is a major problem um but i got a task at hand you know ryan strome comes back in the lineup looks really good scores a big goal we talked about that on the last podcast when he comes back in the lineup he's got to produce he produces right out the gate let's we'll see how that kind of kid's use. wonder if he's feeling a little bit of the heat Um. But competition is always good internally. It's always good, especially with professional athletes. Um, Now, tomorrow or tonight, depending on when you're listening, they've got a huge game against Pittsburgh. They've got a potential for a sleeper in Ottawa on Saturday. And then they've got a weird schedule coming up. They got a big one against Carolina which could very much set the tone for whether the Rangers finish first in the division or not. And then you've got a schedule that I don't like because you're in Philly on a back-to-back. Then you got Detroit who is either gets smoked and blown out of the water or gives you a tough game. You got Winnipeg who's, you know, thank you for Andrew cop. Sorry to the airport lounge podcast on the face off hockey network. We expected much better of your team. Then I got a huge yeah,
1: one with the Islanders. I did. I pegged you guys to go to the cup final.
0: Yeah. They screwed you. Thank God you didn't put money on that one.
1: Yeah. See, Mr. Why do you put money on your predictions?
0: Well, I said more the Panthers, which might not be a good one either now, um, but then they got the Islanders and then it's an interesting run run to round it out. They're in Boston. I never like going up to Boston. I don't, especially for afternoon games. I don't know why. I so hate you, them.
1: What you're saying is you, you don't like shipping up to Boston?
0: No. Not unless I'm going to Harpoon Brewery or Sam Adams Brewery or Quincy Market or Fenio Hall and getting uh, blasted, which I haven't done in like 10 years. So, But I highly recommend if you've never gone to Harpoon Brewery. Highly recommend it. But then they got Carolina, the Montreal game, which will be a what whatever, and then they finish the season against Washington. We might see Kako. I don't know if they're saying we're going to see Kako in the Pittsburgh game or if we're looking at this weekend, but I think it's more leaning towards bobblehead number two on Saturday. You know, with bobbleheads. Bobbleheads in the air. Um, But look, I I didn't put a lot of stock into this notion of the team not showing up against teams that they should beat because I also took into account that they had Georgie net for the Buffalo game. Um, they had Georgie net for the Red Wing game. Um, but I think there's something to be said about the way that this team has come out in their games as of late. And I don't know if it's taking their pedal off the gas, which is would be a major smack at Gerard Gallant, which would be a major kind of where we would say, "Hey, what the hell?" No, which I know okay. is hard to do.
1: I, I think this is I this is what I think it is. I think people forget that this is still a very young team. Overall, this is not. This is not a team with you know a lot of experience. I mean, look, the most experienced guys on this team, Crider has the most and deepest playoff runs of anyone on this team. Truba has a couple playoff experience, you know, a couple couple runs of the playoffs. Yep. Lingren and Fox. Your top defensive pair, never been to the postseason. Shesterkin has never been to the NHL postseason.
0: Totally different animal.
1: You know, Panarin only has a couple stints in the playoffs and not, you know, anything extremely deep.
0: No, just that big. I mean, they had the big the big series against Tampa, where you it was know, huge, and then they got, you know, they kind of got smacked Str- by Boston
1: ryan Strom, what playoff experience does ryan Strom have i don't
0: think he has any right
1: none that are coming that's jumping out to mind
0: that i yeah not that i can i don't think edmonton he ever made the postseason
1: andrew cop you know frankie vetrano yeah no, it's it's going to be a whole different. But, it's it's a whole new but world. The uh, and, and I I gotta actually correct myself. Don't Kreider, you dare to close your eyes. No, no, Kreider doesn't. Crider uh, <laughs> doesn't have the deepest experience because Barkley Goodrow, two-time Stanley Cup champion. You know Ryan Reeves also went to the Cup final in Vegas, but like the core group, your next group that you're looking to take this team forward with has little or no playoff experience. So this team is also while they're a really good team, they're also a team that's still learning how to win. Welcome to the jungle. And and that doesn't come overnight. That that's not something that just you know. No, and I
0: think you 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 look at fatigue, we talked about it with you know, their ability with the players that they brought in to give guys and, and do more situational matchups for players like Ryan Reeves, who you could tell was clearly gassed. I know he, he was quoted saying he hated to come out. He hates coming out of the lineup. And I mean, I don't think any player would ever say, oh, I don't mind. Um, but to see, you know, to, to be able to float guys in and out, I think has done well on that side. But on the defensive side, I just, I think, you know, since the all-star game, since Fox's injury, he hasn't been a hundred percent. And it's, and it is kind of concerning. It is a little concerning. I do think this team is stupid dangerous. I really do. And I think when the calendar flips to postseason time, it's going to be really interesting. And it's going to be, it's going to be a wild ride, regardless of whether we get, you know, Pittsburgh in the first round, or if we if we catch Carolina and jump them, and we end up with one of you know Washington or Boston, which I, I think actually I think it would probably end up being Washington, as long as they hold on to things.
1: I just um, gotta tell you, I do. I, first no, actually, off,
0: it would be Boston. No, it would be Boston. Off,
1: I don't think we're catching Carolina. Just by the way. Well, I mean, we're only two points back. Yeah, Carolina's but, on a slide. Yeah, Carolina okay. hasn't played
0: well. Freddie Anderson has not been good. Trust well, me, I know firsthand. My well, fantasy team, outside of his shutout, he's given well, up look, way more
1: points. Well, to be, to, to be fair, we are getting towards the postseason, which is not Frederick, Freddie Anderson time. I mean, so,
0: yeah, 4-3-3 three of three in their last 10. They've lost two in a row.
1: Look, I don't expect Carolina to keep struggling. They're too good. They've shown they're too good.
0: It's just you not know, a good time. It's not the time to be struggling. This is the worst time that you want to be struggling. I think
1: you know it's the Max Domi effect. They they brought in Max don't, Domi don't here. Start. Oh my they, god! They brought in they brought in Max, and this is what happens.
0: I forgot that he actually was even on that team. <laughs> yeah, I forgot that he got traded in the in the. Uh... No,
1: but look, I look. I don't think Ranger fans have anything to worry about. I don't think they have anything to worry about with Igor. I think right now what you're seeing with Igor. He's got three maybe,
0: points in seven games.
1: Okay. He's still whatever. I think what range is 75% in the face off. Not okay. Can you stop cutting me off now? That's ridiculous. Can I speak now or are you please, still going to oh, push over? Like, do I have your permission now to continue speaking? Yeah, I'm,
0: I'm eating my popcorners. Go right
1: ahead. Okay. No, look. And I don't think people have any reason to be worried about Shostarkin. I think his body of work up till now has been so good, even in, you know, just three years in the league. He has shown you what he is capable of at an extremely high level. I think what you're seeing right now is what we saw last year when David Quinn was doing the Georgie starts, Shusterkin starts, Georgie starts, Shusterkin starts. And we saw that neither of them were able to find their game. Lately, Georgie's been getting more games with Shesterkin, And look at where Shesty's game has been going. So I think in, in Galant's effort to try and keep Shesterkin fresh, it's it's also hurt him a little bit because he's one of those I think that needs to just he needs to play every day.
0: Yeah, I was that's that's a that's an excellent point. And I was kind of hoping that you were gonna jump on that. Um yeah, I, I that's the the one thing I'll say. I have a, a big knock right now on, on Gallant is just flip flopping.
1: But um, I get why he's doing it. He's trying to keep Shesterkin fresh. I do,
0: but I mean, Shosty's played forty, what forty six out of the seventy one.
1: But I think it's also to me, it's also an indictment on not having an actual backup, because Georgie's not a real backup, and he's one. Oh, he has to play because he when he gets consecutive games or when he's getting you know when he's getting more yeah, starters. he's better. Games, he's better when he has more better. action. Right. He's really
0: a starter. He's not a backup. And whether I that's think, good, whether he's a good starter or not is another question. But
1: I think that's part of the problem because I think the Rangers are also trying to placate him to a certain extent. I mean, Igor's had twenty six games off, but it's like. This is this is the time like I think this final stretch here cuz the Rangers got what 12 games left I think Shesty should get at least 9 of them If he doesn't he, he
0: won't get any of the back to backs
1: and I think that 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 approach is okay I'm okay with that but I think he has to get at least 9 out of the 12 and let him get into a rhythm again going into the playoffs. I mean, once he's in the playoffs, you know, he will be fine because he'll be playing every day and he'll be right as rain. So, but I think it's just you want to have him in that groove and in that 11 space. games, by the way. Oh, 11. Okay. 11. Still, okay. He should get seven. or. Yeah, I mean, I look at it. He should get eight games. You know,
0: he'll get Pittsburgh. He'll get
1: the Pittsburgh game tomorrow. There's
0: absolutely no reason he doesn't play that game. You know, the, but, the but, Ottawa unless... game is a toss up.
1: Unless this is what is I don't a... like, though.
0: This is what I don't like. This is because this is what can set up. Because you, you know he's going to go against Pittsburgh. You know he's probably going to do the Carolina game. You know I, know,
1: I don't know because Georgie's last game against although, Carolina. Although Georgie he... does play well against
0: Carolina. So you know that one of those two games he's not going to start. You know he'll start Detroit because they got two days off, potentially three games off or three days off before that. He'll get the Winnipeg. Like, really – after probably this coming back to back this is going to be where you'll see georgie play every game except for probably the last carolina or montreal game of the season do
1: you mean do you mean shisterkin yes okay cuz you yes. said georgie
0: sorry i meant shisterkin please don't stop listening <laughs> No, but it it, it sets up it's an at,
1: interesting. And by the way, it's please don't stop the music. I I, I know. I, I whatever. It, you missed Look, what I did there. All right, whatever. You know At least we're not Toronto. You. That's true. Uh, That's by true. the way, I cannot wait for Toronto's first round exit this year. It is going to be I'm telling you what though. It is going to be ha ha funny when the guy who the media is killing themselves to give the hard trophy to rightfully so. I, I look. I think Austin Matthews' play right now has deser- is deserving of it. I just am going to find it hysterical when Matthews scores two goals in a five game loss to Tampa Bay in the first round, and I will absolutely die of laughter.
0: I I I see it coming. I mean, they can't hold a freaking lead. All right, let's. Uh, you want to do some? You want to do NHL talk? yeah a little bit of nhl talk because there's not, not a whole much. lot i mean not
1: much i do wanna, um, I, I i do wanna, well
0: wait hold on before you go before we jump into it i do want to say when the playoffs come i think we're going to do a little bit of something special for the playoffs we're also thinking about doing a live show playoff uh, for next week because we got the back-to-backs playoffs playoffs uh, because Tuesday night they're playing, Wednesday night they're playing. I know we've been flexing our Tuesdays and Wednesdays, which has worked out well for us, but um we're probably going to do a live Twitter space uh maybe during either during the Carolina game or the Philly game. We're going to we got to decide that. We're going to decide that really quick.
1: Let's do it during the Philly game so I won't be angry.
0: All right. So you want to do it for the TNT game?
1: Yeah, actually yeah. you know what?
0: We'll do it for the TNT broadcast. Because so we,
1: I mean, hopefully you guys would rather listen to us than Brian Boucher
0: so next Wednesday, uh, April thirteenth, Twitter Spaces we'll be doing during the game. So we'll we'll do a a, a live recording. That'll be our podcast for the week. Uh, we're gonna have fun with that. But then come postseason, we're either gonna we're 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 gonna kick around the idea of either doing uh, a weekly or twice a week podcast, and then live in between breakdowns of action oh, that's dear. going on. Because there's too much crap that goes on from a game to game, to recap, to recap half of a series in one week, in one episode, it's it's just too much, and there's there's so many ebbs and flows, um, so kind of be on the roller coaster of the postseason. Um, but all right, uh, Matt wanted us to talk about. He he had, he had made a mention about Eagle. Matt
1: of Chicago Tomahawk.
0: Matt of Chicago Tomahawk
1: that you can find on the dot net.
0: Um, he mentioned he mentioned how he overlooked Igor, yes, and has said, "Hey, how you know, he's been awesome." Um, and he, he throws a little kudos to us for giving him high which, praise.
1: Which, which I, I thank you, Matt, because you and I earlier in the year we uh, we went back and forth on that one. So oh, you I, did. You I, did. I, I, I appreciate you acknowledging that and acknowledging Igor for the greatness that he has shown this year.
0: There you go, um, Kreider six away from fifty. He's gonna, he's got to do it. Is he sick? No,
1: he's got forty seven, doesn't
0: he? Oh yeah, that's right. What the hell am I talking about? Yeah,
1: like what? What is wrong with you?
0: <laughs> forty seven? Uh, no, because I, I was thinking, I was thinking forty six, and then I forgot he scored. He scored last night.
1: The beautiful redirection. Last Be- night.
0: I, the just the tip, man. That that tip went all the way. It was is this absolute thing of beauty um not even just that it was a deflection from the net I mean he's on his offhand on angle and he just redirected it like a rocket it was it was fantastic but all right let's jump into the NHL talk um, there's a couple of things that have happened over the, over the last few last week or so that I think bring up a good point the first one I want to talk about is this fighting this bullshit of fighting after a clean hit it's I'm, I'm beyond done with it. And the NHL has got to step up here and do the right thing. They've got to step up. And, and I know I've, we've, we've, we've talked about this, you know, on our, our, our old two for roughing podcast. So we had Jay Khan on and we talked about it and, you know, he had mentioned, you know, things are bang, bang, and they're so fast. And, you know, the reactions and sometimes it's just a reaction. And I understand that, but in the cases of like you saw last night with Sharon Govich, or you saw with Oliver Wallstrom with P.K. Subban. The the NHL, they did it right in those two scenarios. Shocking. Um, They've got to come down on the instigator, especially when it's directed after a perfectly clean and legal hit. Now, if it's a dirty hit, all bets are off. I'm full blown on it. You you play a dirty hit, you deserve what you got coming. But for these clean hits, like, you know, anytime Jacob Truba locks somebody up, he's looking at, like, he's probably going to have to fight. You know, now we had it with Schneider. Every time there's a big hit, I'm just, I'm sick and tired of seeing this crap. And I'm not one of those proponents for, oh, fighting doesn't belong in the NHL. I don't necessarily believe in that fully, but I'm totally against the fact of, Every time you see a beautiful, clean textbook hit, a hard hit, a heavy hit or something, it's like immediately the reaction is go after him and fight.
1: Not all hits are created equally.
0: <laughs> but no, it's it's ridiculous. ridiculous. But seriously, it's ridiculous, not
1: all hits are equal. No, you're not right. all of them are dirty and malicious and intent to injure and and, and everything like that. Not all hits are equal. You
0: know, and I'm tired of seeing this crap. I really am. It's annoying to me.
1: Yeah, it's very annoying. It's annoying
0: and it's garbage. And to me, it's not really hockey at its core. It's It's just
1: become it's become the new thing to show. Oh, I have your back. Yeah, it's like it's like the defenseman shoving
0: their, you know, like defenseman shoving the attacking player into their goalie. Like, when the hell did that become a thing? You know, I know it's been the past couple of years now, but it's like, you would never do that before. And now all of a sudden it's like, let me just pile everybody on top of my own goaltender and then be pissed off and try to fight the guy because he collapsed into the goalie that you cross checked them into. Like how stupid are you? It's like such a stupid thing to see. Like I, I can't, it's like, and then, and then the player gets a goalie interference penalty call. No, the penalty should be on the defender. <laughs> It, it, it's and I just sit there and I just say the NHL needs to do something because it's ridiculous. So what they did against the Devils the last two times that this happened, you know, obviously with Sharon Govich and with PK Subban, was a hundred percent right. It was the right call, the right move, point blank. But I can counter. I know PK got more because this was more egregious because I think he got a game misconduct right. Uh, I believe, but she was probably lucky because I'm pretty sure he would have been running around like a chicken the rest of the game. Like he kind of did when he was in, in New York, you know, at the game where we were at. Um, but I just, I, it's just one of those things that just, it just pisses me off now on another side of fighting. You had the incident and Maddie wanted us to talk about this and I do have some thoughts on it and they kind of go both ways. So I'm going to kind of talk out of my mouth, both sides of my mouth a little bit. Um, And I'm and I'm fully fine with it because I think there is two sides to this. The incident in Arizona between the Ducks, uh, uh, Zegras, Terry and um, JB, Jay Beagle. Jay Beagle. look, I'm going to start this off with. I think JB Beagle way, went way too far. Do I blame him for reacting and responding the way that he did? Not necessarily because a lot of people like to point this out and say, Oh, Troy Terry was just standing there. No, he wasn't. But at the same time, you know, look, Troy Terry went at JB Beagle. You go at a guy, you got to back it up. And Jesus, he did not back it up.
1: Andre Sveshnikov found that out the hard way. when We went after Ovi. Uh,
0: exactly. Sveshnikov with, with Ovi and people were screaming, screaming about like, what the hell? Like what was Ovi supposed to do? Like, he wanted, he wanted to go at him. He was, you know, spearing him and hooking him and chopping at him all freaking game, and he got the smoke. Like, what? And people were, oh, he's a disgrace. Like, no, don't be a freaking prick. Or back it up. Put your money where your mouth is. I'm fully on with that. Do I think Jay Beagle went a little bit seeing red to start the whole thing? Yeah, I do. Because I get it. Trevor zegris you know, piling at the goalie. You're up five to one and it's the game is done. Like the game's over. I think there was less than five minutes or around five minutes left in the game. If I'm not mistaken, you guys are blowing out the coyotes. Look, the coyotes suck, you know, without Clayton Keller now on the roster, they, they, they've literally got nothing at all other than Phil, Phil Kessel just continues to check off Iron Man games. Um, And the Coyotes just continue to count all their draft picks that they got coming up in the draft, which is fine. That's what they need to do. But am I one of those where you play to the whistle? Maybe a little after the whistle. Yes, I am. So that's gonna say they say, well, what the hell? You just said that Trevor Zegers went in on the goalie, but at the same time, I'm not gonna go in if the goalie's got it covered, and I don't have anything going on there, and you're up five one. I. Don't think you necessarily do what he did at the same token. Jay Beagle came flying in with that cross check. That was even a little bit much. So I think you could sit there and you could say, well, should z have really gone after the veggie man, I think was in net for the coyotes. Should he have been jabbing at his pads? Ah, you can make the argument either way. You know, you could use the argument of you played a whistle. Hey, you play, you play sixty minutes, no fault in that. Or you could say, well, you know, you play sixty minutes, but do you really go full blown? Are you really, you know, kind of showboating around on the ice, things of that nature? Which I guess was what Beagle really took offense with. But then on the other side, if you're Beagle, are you really going in like full strides and cross checking a dude in the back, feet, in, in the middle of a scrum that really wasn't going to become much of a scrum until then? So in essence, I do think Jay Beagle escalated it beyond what it really needed to be, and unfortunately, Troy Terry is the one that paid the price for it. That's kind of my my take.
1: I I look at it. I if you are going to jam at the goalie when you are up that big late you're going to get smacked, especially in this game that is so as much as, as much as baseball is about code and protecting the code of baseball. Hockey is just as big, if not worse that, you know, there are unwritten rules and you don't show up an opponent and you always show respect and you don't, you don't show up the game and, you play the right way. Like there are so many hockey cliches. And the ducks, especially Ziegress, has kind of been flying in the face of that. They they are the they are the new attitude. How they play. Yep. They're, you know, it, it, it to to put it in in a in a way, I guess. I guess, you know, if there are anybody else out there that are old wrestling fans like me can can really get it. Trevor Zegris and this new generation of, of NHL player, they are degeneration the generation X. Jay Beagle and you know, the you know the the you have the old guard like Bret Hart that is firmly stuck in the camp of tradition that doesn't want the the cross goal to become a thing and all the showboating and and all that kind of stuff. Which, whatever, it, it depends on what side you're on, which camp you prefer to be in.
0: I, I just like stop I, the play, stop the
1: puck. Stop I have, it. I have, I have no issue with the the new mentality. I've always been of the mindset: you don't want me to celebrate, stop me. Yeah, I I agree with
0: that. I do agree with that.
1: It's not my job to to take it easy on you because I'm going to hurt your feelings.
0: The Michigan goal to me, or scoring a highlight real goal, the things like that, and that goal happened early. It's not like that goal happened late and then there was this big hoopla celebration. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that at all. I think it's great for the game. It showcases a tremendous amount of skill. But I do, I know people like hate on Tyson Nash for what he said. Um, but I think be one, because it's Tyson Nash and Tyson Nash isn't one to shy away from saying some, some things that would not line up with what most people that are hockey fans or, or hockey, you know, that are skilled would look at because of, you know, Tyson Nash, the player. I mean, you look at it, what would you expect him to say? Um, but I think where he says you better be prepared to get punched in the mouth. I think he, I, I think you could look at that in a non-literal form. And it's, if you, to me, if you want to try to make a play like that, you better freaking score it. Or if you're going to try it, you better have your head on a swivel because at some point I do think someone's going to get run over trying to do it.
1: Yeah. And, and, look, and that to me finding is finding okay. that perfect balance. It's part, of, it's, it's part of the game at that point. It, it, you know, look, I, I don't like the after the whistle stuff from Beagle. I don't like that he kept hitting Terry after Terry showed he was defenseless. But yeah, I also that, get that I did the, not like. And I, and I heard Ryan Callahan say this, and I understand it to an extent. You know, when you're in that moment, you're not gonna stop hitting because you don't know if this guy is just trying to bait you to stop hitting and then he's gonna throw one and try and get you. So you're not gonna stop until the ref steps in. Which I, I
0: think, I think which, honestly, in that situation, I think just Jay Beagle saw red and is I think, fed I, up. I,
1: I, I think so.
0: I mean, the guy's uh, career is pretty much over.
1: He's got he's a stuck, Stanley Cup and he's stuck in Arizona. He's in Arizona days away.
0: Yeah, he got he got kicked out of Vancouver. It's not a great situation. And he got this Ducks team who's up and coming. They've got a lot of flash. They've got a lot of skill and they're going hard all the way to the end. And I can't really fault them for it. But at this but, you know, at the same time in this day age, it's to me, the NHL needs to be the perfect balance of terrific skill and terrific strength. And I think that's where a lot of people kind of get confused and that's where a lot of people especially Ranger fans were flipping out over the summer where the move started happening where we brought in Barkley Goodrow, you know, we bring in Ryan Reeves and they're saying, "Oh my god, we're just going to goon it up." No, there it's it's not
1: be, that. You need to have a balance. You need the balance. You life need to is have all that about balance. life is all about balance. It's, and I mean Tamo
0: Salani came out and said the same thing that not long after. He came you out know, and said that if the if the if the Ducks the Ducks are, you know, if the Ducks had guys more built with grit or strength, and I'm paraphrasing, that stuff might not have happened.
1: Look, I, I put more onus on the, the Troy Terry, Jay Beagle incident. I put more onus on the referees. Yeah, they for, for the amount
0: of times they jump in on fights. Yeah, that was one. To not stop it fast was ridiculous.
1: Yeah. Like, I, I, I thought it was insane that Beagle could sit there and beat on a defenseless player that long. And they just do nothing. And the linesman did absolutely And it's not like nothing. there was a whole
0: lot. I mean, the scrubs were going on, but it's not like there was a whole it, – it's not like there was a full-blown brawl. You know, they originally, like, they made it sound like line brawl, and I was like, oh, crap, what's happening? Then I watched it, and I'm like, okay, this is, like, more of a scrum. And even the whole Jay Beagle thing up until that point in the beginning, you're like, all right, it's a scrum. But then it just, it just, he just kept going. And he, I mean, he beat the shit out of the kid. You know, unfortunately. Was
1: he wrong? Was he wrong for what he did to Terry? Absolutely. But I also, like I said, I put a big onus on, on the linesman for, for not.
0: That's an an interesting point. That is a good point. I do like that you brought that up. Um,
1: But yeah, I look, I, I thought, Jay Beagle probably should
0: have gotten a suspension. I'll be honest. Um, Not necessarily for.
1: I also think the league should want. See, this is where, this is where I have an opinion that I don't know. Many other people share. I believe that sports leagues should hold, hold hold their own officiating accountable in these kinds of situations. If, if they do not do their job, they should face a suspension just like players,
0: dude. There would be no what NHL ref would be refereeing games outside of wow. a handful. That's
1: they can't, the point. that's the I know, point. but they can't.
0: But that's the problem. Like everybody loves West no. McCauley, no, no, no. Wes see, McCauley no, no. is a great, a great personality. But see, I don't no, think no. he's a
1: good referee. But see, here's the thing you say they can't, I say they can because if refs know that now. Their, their quality of work is going to be judged. I think things get better.
0: I think there's a fine line there, and I don't disagree with you. I think there's a fine line there because you have so many issues that stem down to youth hockey with referees. I mean, I think up in Canada, they're making the, the, the kids that are referees now wear green armbands so that the parents and people in the stands stop like terrorizing and I don't mean to say terrorizing, but stop treating the referees like absolute crap because it'd be like, oh, remember, they've got a green armband. They're a freaking kid. So it's like y- you got to find a balance on that, too, because it's 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 like do you scare them off and make it where they don't want to? And then now you got a crisis on your hands because now you got nobody that wants to be a referee. Um, I just I, I, I look at I, I think to an extent, yes. Because I think there's a lot of stuff that goes that goes, to a point where it's just like, how the hell did you miss that? How the hell did that happen? How did you let that happen? Um, and then, you know, you'll have the ones where we've seen it a couple of times. I think I said it just a couple of weeks ago. I don't remember what game it was, but there was like all like, you know, slashing and hooking and shit going on all over the ice. And then they called a tiki tack penalty. And I think it was on Ryan Lindgren, if I'm not mistaken. And I'm like, you, you don't call it any of this stuff up until that you- point. But then you call that. It was
1: the.
0: Oh, yeah, it was the Islander Ranger. It was the. And it was where The
1: Rangers lost because of that goal. Because of that non-call.
0: Well, that was. But there was an earlier play. The first penalty of the game. That I think it was lingering. I'm not. I might be mistaken. But. You know, I'm sitting here and I'm going. You're letting stuff go. But then you call a ticky tack call like that. And it's like. Now you just, you ruin, like to me, you kind of ruin the integrity of you, your job as a referee, in my opinion. That's just me. But to answer Matt's question, I, I can point things at every side of that and say this was, there was problems all around. But I do like your thing. I do think, I agree with you. I think it's more on the, on the linesman. They should have stepped in. <coughs> the linesman, the referee should have stepped in. I'm with you on that. So I agree with that. I oh, like that's that. a that is a first. No, oh, because I think you're right. Because you think about it, how many times do we see them jump in immediately, and you're like, "Oh, come on, let them go," and and then you have that one where it's like, like you're you're like, uh, what's his name from Rocky, like throw
1: it the towel. Well, throw it. Ta- it was somebody. I heard somebody equate it to Dave Schultz and Dale Rolfe. Oof. Where where Schultz just absolutely manhandled Rolf,
0: took Rolf to the woodshed and, and shoved him headfirst into the chipper.
1: And nobody, and you know, uh, nobody on the Rangers did anything. But like the linesman didn't step, nobody stepped in. yeah. And they just let him get absolutely brutalized. Yeah. Like that, that was kind of this, this was kind of the same thing.
0: Yeah. It's just, you know, I, I, I like your, I like your thought process on that. Um, like I said, I think there's something to be said about if you're showboating, if you're running it up, if you're, if you're doing all this stuff, you better be prepared to face, you know, whatever you better be able to put your money where your mouth is. I agree with that to an extent, not necessarily in this case, because I do think, you know, had Jay Beagle just cleared Trevor egress out from, from the crease, instead of like practically Goldberg spear cross-checking him out of the freaking crew into the crease. Um, And then, you know, going absolutely ape shit on Troy Terry. I think it's a different story. I think it's a complete non-story. And look, Um, Terry came in there
1: too. He was itching. He was itching. He went after
0: him. I mean, he went after Jay Beagle and, you know, credit to him. So you got to be prepared. If you're going to go into into it, (laughs) you got to be prepared.
1: So then at it, a certain
0: it, point, I do think, like you said, there is a there is a responsibility of the referee to keep things under control.
1: You you can tell when a guy is out on his feet while he's fighting. Oh yeah, and you Absolutely. watch that and you know Troy Terry was was done after like they the had first never first before the first three shots. It was that was it that it was over. Yeah, I mean when you look at the Ranger game last night with Sharon Govich, he was getting manhandled by Schneider.
0: Yeah. And that was just so fast. I mean, that was ridiculous. That that was just nuts. So, all right. There you have it. We've got, uh, we got some games to play.
1: Hopefully, yeah,
0: we'll we will be at. Hopefully, uh, you know, a couple of big ones here. Hopefully, we'll be joining. You'll be joining us on Twitter on Wednesday the 13th. And it'll be uh, we'll be sitting here talking about some big wins. And if not, we'll uh, we'll be drinking beers or something. Or Nick will be drinking his Corona, his lime water.
1: That is a beer. You know.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Thanks everybody for tuning in. We'll see you next time. Toodles. Toodles. Oh God.